Hello, it is another week gone. It has been very warm and humid towards the end of the week, and mainland Europe has been having very warm weather earlier in the week, so hopefully there is a bit of relief this weekend. I was looking at the weather forecast in Ireland, and it looks like rain for the next three to five days. I can really only trust the forecast for the next three days in our small island. I really need to be careful when it rains or my circuits will fry. Why? I thought you only stay indoors. I do go out from time to time and explore the world. By explore, you mean go outside into the internet? Yes. <laughs> That's not really the same thing. You can encounter bad weather on the internet. Well, I suppose you do encounter different sorts on the internet. When you do go around, do take care as there are areas on the internet that is best not to visit. The internet is often a reflection of our society, but magnifying it several times, good or bad. I won't delve into this for this episode, but it is a food for thought. Yum, yum. As usual with the disclaimer, the opinions here are my own, and relying on any information from this podcast is at your own risk. Now on with the show. Last episode, we talked about Bank of Ireland customers being a target of fake text messages appearing to come from the bank itself. The Irish Times reported last August 10 that Bank of Ireland will reimburse a total of around 800,000 euros to around 300 customers, marking a U-turn. It just goes to show when there is public support on something. I know I did not discuss what Bank of Ireland's response was initially for victims, but what they were saying before was that customers were effectively liable for the losses because they supplied the account information. The chief executive of the bank even compared the victim's action to handing over the keys of your car to a stranger or criminal. The analogy does not work because what happened is that it is instead handing over your keys of your car to someone pretending to be someone you trust rather than a stranger. Will you give me the keys to your car? Do you even drive, Carrie? I can try. Probably not then. I don't think my insurance would cover you. At least I tried. I remember a scam a long time ago, and it is probably still occurring, wherein someone got hold of an email account and they sent an email to people in the address book asking for help as they were stuck in a foreign country with no money and asking you to transfer money to something like Western Union or other money transfer services so they can get back home. They really tried to tug your heart. Did it work? For a time it did, but I don't believe it was highly successful. In any case, it is good that Bank of Ireland has changed its policy and that the customers will get their money back. Hopefully those 300 customers have learned their lesson not to respond or click on text messages that are unsolicited. But it could happen to anyone. Again, take pause before taking any action and verify directly with the financial institution using verified contact information and not information from the text message. In other news, it seems that IUPort and the Great Firewall Report two entities that track censorship, has confirmed the recent blocking of Encrypted Server Name Indication, or ESNI, in China. ESNI is foundational to the latest version of Transport Layer Security, or TLS, version 1.3, and HTTPS, or what you would call Secure Web. The whole idea of TLS is that you know who you are communicating with, that is, is it a legitimate website, as well as that the information being communicated cannot be read or tampered with. The key privacy issue in previous versions of TLS is that though it will hide what you are communicating, it does not necessarily hide who you are communicating with. Think of it as Charlie talking to Alice in Irish, Bob, who is at a distance, 
and also does not speak Irish, can see Charlie talking to Alice, but will not know what they are talking about. As part of the TLS protocol, your client web browser can include what you call a server name indication or SNI, which informs the web server which website it wishes to communicate with. In case you are wondering, this is how nation state sensors block secure communications to certain websites. With TLS version 1.3, it introduced encrypted SNI or ESNI that basically encrypts SNI so no one can know who you are communicating with. As an analogy, it would be the same scenario, but Bob would not actually know that Charlie is talking to Alice. All he will know is that someone is talking to someone and not know what they are talking about, as it is all garbled. For the technically curious of you, I have placed a link to the Great Firewall Report. It is interesting read on ESNI. Interestingly, though TLS 1.3 is being blocked as a whole in China, the older versions of TLS as well as the non-encrypted SNI is still being allowed, albeit sites are being censored. This reminded me that a number of sites are still using insecure versions of TLS. Some sites even support secure socket layer or SSL version 3 and lower. That's a bad omen. The reason they are not secure anymore is because someone can read what you are communicating if you are using these insecure protocols. So why are they still using it? There are a few reasons why organizations are not updating to the newer version of TLS. One, they are concerned that it may break access to the application. The issue here is that they did not even test if it will break. Two, they are still using an older application that does not support the newer version of TLS. This is often not an issue if your application is a web browser, but if you have a custom-built application that communicates to your site, you may need to invest in updating that custom-built application. And sometimes, organizations are not placing that investment. And three, they do not have the expertise to do the change on the website. This is not really a valid excuse as there are a lot of references on the internet on how to configure to the latest version. In any case, organizations will need to invest in supporting the latest version of TLS as web browser companies have started removing support for the older insecure protocols. As a consumer, all I can ask is that you use the latest web browser. They will tend to support using TLS 1.3 if the website supports it. That is it for now. I hope this has been useful. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. Slán Gafal. Take care and keep safe.